All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of What Does It Take Pod. Today's guest, special guest, uh, to my right is Rada. Yay! Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you I can't hit the horns. But you didn't teach for... me how to use it, though. <laughs> I got you. You're usually the one that sits over here. <laughs> uh, how you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thank you for coming through, you man. Rada's a real one. She came off a flight from Philly. Uh, what, since 1 a.m. you've been up? 1 a.m. No, Damn. no, no. I took a few hours of a nap. <laughs> yeah, a few hours is still not enough, but she still Get came out here sleeping. and showed love. Yeah. She, she a trooper. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank like you. Said, Thanks for having you, me. Like I said before, like we got some questions for you. So we want the tea. I'll bring it on. I'll give you a pot of tea. Ooh, <laughs> with, with sugar hot, in it. Oh, yeah. I'm in the South, so we gotta have sugar in it. Yeah, that's why I said that. Sweet tea. Sweet tea. <laughs> Just don't burn your mouth on it. You gotta let it sit for half a second, all right? Medium, medium cool. Yeah. Before we dive into the nitty gritty, yes. uh, I wanna do background first. So okay. you said you're from Long Beach, California. Um, I know you dabble in real estate. You were on VH1 Couples Retreat. Give us a little introduction about yourself. Yeah. Sure. So I was raised, and a lot of people don't know this, but I was raised in the east side of Long Beach. Um, I am from the hood. With so much drama. <laughs> so much drama in the LBC. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I moved out to Phoenix uh, a long time ago only because I got into a lot of trouble. Um, coming from an underprivileged area, you know, it comes with a the lot territory. of, yeah, a lot of stuff that you have to deal with. So um, I put my mom through a lot, and then I made her proud when I graduated college Aww. here. Um, and I, gosh, what did I not do? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I've, you know, I've been in every industry um, that you can think of. Um, but I've spent most of my time in human resources with State Farm Insurance. Oh. I was a consultant for them for a long time before I branched off and just lived life a little. So now I'm here. Awesome. <laughs> How did you like that experience in, in uh, insurance with State Farm? Um, well, I wasn't on or the insurance HR. side. I was on the support side for corporate. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So um, I had... Uh, consulted with, you know, executives, first, second, third line leaders, as well as um, handled employee relations issues. Mm. And I did that for a while. And it kind of wore on me because I'm not a very appropriate person. Yeah. <laughs> and you did HR. That's awesome. I mean, it was <laughs> Diversification. It was all acting. So I had to be um, this corporate. A walking oxymoron. <laughs> exactly. I was like a corporate woman with my hair tied up, with a suit on. Uh, talking about um, corporate things, I guess. <laughs> but let's let's be real. Everyone, if you catch any of your friends at work, you're gonna see a different side of them. That you're 100%. Not used to. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, a lot of people were surprised. Yeah. They were so surprised. <laughs> They're like, "Is that the same Rada from HR?" <laughs> she let her hair down. She's out here having a good She's time. Word like very very often. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I was a total different person. You would have never recognized me. That's funny. Yeah. I believe it though. I feel like if someone were to like walk by and hear me talk to a patient, I'll, even there are times where I like want to go off if someone's being complete. I mean, it rarely happens, but they're gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this dude, bro? <laughs> That's not how he my is." Doctor, what? <laughs> what did you just say? What did he say? <laughs> That's hilarious. 
Okay. And then, oh, you go ahead. It's all you, baby. You were, because uh, I'm assuming you were asking the insurance question because you used to be insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So I did uh, insurance um, with a startup company. Uh, what was 2017, 18? Oscar Insurance. And then I dabbled in insurance for a little bit. Oh, good, good. Yeah. As um, an so Mostly broker? sales. Yes. Okay. Mostly sales, Medicare, Medicaid. Because oh. um, I, I love, in the health field, there's so much... So much drama. Right. I can't. I can't shake the song. No, this, there's so much drama. With all due respect, <laughs> you, I hate medical dental. Insurance. I do too. <laughs> I do too. But really? I'll tell you one thing: when someone called me, I'm never trying to upsell them. You yeah. don't need to. They're calling you don't me. Need to. Exactly. Like, let me help you. Mm-hmm. I know these plans like the back of my hands. So I was really good at um, talking to someone, hearing and listening. What do you yes. need? You know what I'm saying? So and that's the key. Yeah, and people will call me back. Hey, can I talk to? Where's Kais? I need to talk. And right. you build rapport. You know, right. So right. I enjoyed it while it lasted. Well, that's cool, but that's well. kind of boring. <laughs> it is. It is. Hey, this, hey, this is what I love. I've been following Rada for a while now. What I love about her, she's unfiltered. She just speaks her mind, does what, I, and I love it. You hey, do whatever the hell you want. So, so Rada, that's how it should be. So Rada, so when did you transition from the insurance? What was the next step um, for you? Okay, so I transitioned to become a business owner for the, the first time. I'm thinking because I'm like, gosh, do you call cutting candy and selling it to the kids in the ghetto as uh, yes, candy lady? <laughs> entrepreneur? Wait, 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 hold on a second. No, we talking about candy. Are we talking about? No, there's a story behind that. So when I was in Long Beach, I was like maybe seven, eight years old. My parents used to leave me alone all day long for years because you know we're immigrants. And we had no money. We were living in the projects. Literally, like, there's a gate around our apartment complex. And you can't go out of the street or out to the streets because there's a lot of shootings, gang violence. Um, My brother was an OG of a gang back then, believe it or not. And that brought a lot of issues to our complex. Mm -hmm. So um, the kids can't go out. And they have to stay inside with their parents. And most of the parents are on welfare, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, my family was factory workers. So I was the only one that can go out of that gate. And there's a liquor store out across the street. And I would run the streets, you know, at that age. And I was fine. Nobody tried to kill me or kidnap me. Seven, eight years old. What the hell? Yeah. You running the streets? I I was running the streets with candy. Real candy, like Snickers bars and stuff. Uh-huh. We're not talking about drugs. She said, that's, that's why we had to clean up that real quick. She said, I was cutting it up and selling to the kids. I'm I like, was cutting it up. Yeah. Clap, she clap. said, hey, you Who the hell, she kids? Made, she made the fun size bars before they even came out. Exactly. No, these were not even fun size. I, oh Wipe God, his I nose. Wipe his nose. I ra- robbed them kids. And I'll tell you why. Damn. I went to the oh, you was a store. Thug. I got a bar. Back then, it was like 25 cents for a bar of candy, right? Mm. And then they have the little, um, what do you call the twisty candies and the big Boston baked beans and lemon heads. So I would take that, pour it into a bag, and I'll go sell it door to door to the kids. And they'll steal their parents' money and give it to me for like 10 cents or like the Hershey's or the Snickers bar would be like 25 cents a piece. Man, I would make good money, like $20 a week. Damn. <laughs> Just were, by selling candy to the womb. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then um, that's how I made money. And my mom would think like I'm stealing money from people because I would have like all these coins in my piggy bank. And at the end of the week, I'm like, can I have a McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, nah, nah, nah. I got it, mom. I got it right here. She's like, what? You want, you want fries with that? You want McDonald's? <laughs> I think I think I think I think it's dope though because like like uh I feel like a lot of people sleep on like the candy lady like yeah. like back home in Memphis like we would have a candy lady on the block mm-hmm. and like we were all go there and she would just have stuff yeah, lined up off, yeah. like but it was cheap though it was like twenty five cent for pickles yeah. like you had the now letters we had this thing <laughs> called fruities y'all might know about you heard fruities? like taffy no fruities I gotta put y'all on when y'all okay, go to Memphis yeah. but I think that's pretty dope though. Fruities. And the the crazy thing, what I want to know, because I feel like we can all relate to this having immigrant parent or like mm-hmm. foreign parents. Um, how the fuck did you get away with all that shit? Because I know maybe I I'm just a bitch because I was scared. Like if my parents, were, I was, <laughs> I was not. Mom and though. daddy wasn't home. Yeah, yes, my mom and dad was never home. I, I go out the gate whenever I want. I ran. She the was street. I was playing until. Nighttime, I knew when my parents were coming home, I would rush in. And all I had to eat was like sugar sandwiches, and that's how I fed myself. Ooh, they don't even know about hey, sugar hey. sandwiches. They don't know in about the camera. camera. You don't? Hey. Oh, you don't know about sugar not, not y'all. In the camera. Look at how nice her teeth is. Look at how nice it her teeth are. It wasn't nice like this. You should see a picture when <laughs> I was a kid. I was going to say, all that candy. Hey, this is endorsed by Dennis. Eat all that candy, and this is what your teeth is going to look like. And they're not veneers. They're not veneers. They're not. (laughs) And you don't have nothing in your teeth, so there's no reason. Oh, good. (laughs) Great. I I didn't even check that before I came on. That's actually hilarious. All right, so you were running the hood basically, and then what? What next? Um, Well, she did State Farm. Okay, so so I um, opened up a coffee, tea, and dessert spot in Chandler. Mm. Had that for two years, and I was like. I'm so bored with this. So I sold it to the next person that had um, asked to buy it. I was what like, was you know the what, name take of it. Because I'm from Chandler. Yeah, um, Bamboo. B A M B U. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That name sounds familiar. B A M B U Chandler, next to Lily's. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. You guys know Yeah. We used to shop at Lily's all the freaking time, too. Wait, is it further? Is it where by like that snow cone place? It's next to the karate place. Ah, yeah. Right next door to the right of it. Yeah, so I had that spot for two years. It did pretty well. And then I was like, you know, this is too much work. Everything's organic, fresh. I can't do it anymore. Um, so I sold it and I was going through a divorce during that time too. And then, um, I was depressed for a while after that because I was like, you know, I didn't want my marriage to end, but then I had to leave because nothing was working and I put a lot of time into it. So, so um, sometimes you got to do what's best. The marriage. The marriage. Uh, okay. No, I'm just, I was just, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to put yourself first. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people have a tough time with that mm-hmm. because they want, you know, especially if there are kids involved or anything like that. And our know. culture. Yeah, yeah. culture, yeah. change of lifestyle, mm-hmm. starting over. Oh, I started it over, you know, and then um, I had, and here's how I landed in real estate. I had no choice. I built myself from the ground up again. Um, I didn't get anything from him. I didn't ask for anything. 
as a matter of fact, I told him that I won't take anything as long as you just sign those papers. Oh, so so, so you initiated the divorce. Right? I initiated okay. it. Um, so, there were a lot of things that happened, but I'm not going to get sure. into no, it. No, no, yeah. What, um, what's the reasoning why you wouldn't? Because I feel like me, <laughs> well, wanna, I'd be petty and I'd be like, hey, stop <laughs> me. <laughs> I'm, open I'm not a petty person. Really? I like yeah, that. And Honestly, here's the reason you're why. Better, you're a better human being than I well, am. Well, here's the reason why. <laughs> wait, 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 I wait, believe. Before you go back, you, uh-huh. I feel like a lot of people miss what you just said. Yeah. You said, I'm not a petty person. No, I'm not. I'm not a petty person. Love I don't that. have a petty bone in me. And here's the reason why. I believe in karma. Mm. And um, I feel like karma will take care of them um, as long as I do good unto others and treat others how I want to be treated. Um, the universe and God will take care of me. That's fair. Yeah. I really respect that. Yeah. yeah. So that's the reason why. And, um, you know, I... I thank him for the experience. Um, I thank him for my children. Um, I have beautiful children. Um, there's a lot to thank him for, uh, although, you know, the times were really bad, but um, something great came out of it. Sound like you wanted a clean slate. I did. From that situation. I, I did. And I applaud and you for that. Yeah. So I just started, and I feel like, you know, money comes and go. Mm-hmm. You um, lose a lot. And you'll get back a lot um, depending on how you deal with life and depending on um, how you treat your journey, I guess. And um, I had to borrow my sister like $500 just to go to real estate school. Uh, I, I, I did a crash course, believe it or not, seven days, morning and night. And then I took the next week to study. I had no bother from anybody. Uh, my kids weren't home, had no friends during that time. I studied and I took the exam the first time and I passed. And that's when I started making money. Yeah, but that's the mindset. Like, um, you know, you, you were talking about you needed a clean slate. You're like, hey, if I got to borrow the money, like you're going to be good for it. You're putting it towards something, got it done. Seven days. Seven days. I couldn't believe it either. Um Thanks for, uh, I'm going to have to thank my psychologist for Adderall. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, seven days. So the real estate course was seven days? Seven days. And that's the crash course. The crash course was seven days. Yeah. It's like a four-hour morning, five-hour night class um, for seven days. Mm. Yeah. And then you get, uh, well, after you take the two exams, right, because there's a Mm -hmm. state exam and there's a... They combined it now so if you failed one part of it you have to take both parts oh, yeah so that's why i'm like i am not failing you take the crash course you take the exam that's it you're certified uh, well if you pass you have to get like um i think it was like 80 percent and i passed the first time good job good shit. you know how many people i know that take the longer course and yeah. have to retake the exam multiple yeah. times uh, like I know at least like five, ten people. I was determined. I was like, I got to, you know, get back on my feet somehow. And this is the only way that I can do it with fast cash without doing things illegal. (laughs) And, you know, I had a lot of friends and OnlyFans. They're like, why don't you do an OnlyFans? I'm like, oh, (laughs) Oh, hell no. I'm glad you did. So you you pretty much separated for those seven days because you're like locked in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How how was that? You know, just with the studying, kind of got (sighs) walk us through that. It's brutal because, you know, going to class early in the morning, at, starting as I'm not a morning person. I like doing things in the afternoon. You know, that's when I'm wide awake. Um, so starting at seven in the morning, just going through a lot of coffee, 
Um, and then I get like maybe two hours rest in the afternoon and then I'll go through my material just, you know, trying to reiterate and re-review everything that I learned in the morning. And then I go to the night class and I sit and listen to what the instructor's saying. And my whole thing is I have to understand it. So ask as many questions as I can to be able to like process it. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I didn't give a fuck about anybody in the class, like getting annoyed with me asking yeah. questions. I'm like, I'm gonna pass yeah, this you're shit. Yeah, for your education. <laughs> yeah. Might as well learn a <laughs> right. thing. Right? Because yeah. when I was younger, I used to be scared to ask questions mm. because I didn't want to annoy people. Mm. And at this point, I'm like, I have to do what it takes to pass for yourself. For myself. You know, when yeah. I was at uh, ASU, I, I mean, smaller class, like in the summer. Mm-hmm. I used to be. It was like a changing point. Like, like, man, stop asking questions because I'm getting the material. But there was like a bunch of times where someone would ask a simple question. The explanation put me on more like something different. And I was like, you know what? I'm never having that mentality again. Like unless someone's really, truly slowing it down. Yeah. (laughs) Like remedial like style. But uh, no, that's good. That's good. You got to do what you got to do. Put yourself first. You know what's crazy? I like. I haven't heard. Why isn't it more known that there is a crash course out there? I feel like you're the. Uh, that's the first mm. time I heard about it. Um, well, you know, it's not. I guess it, there's no label to it as a crash course, but um, I was the one who uh, kind of asked the instructor or the school to see if I can double it, and that's why I called it a Dang. crash course. Mm. <laughs> so it's my terminology for doubling. That's dope. So you got your real estate license and then what? Yeah, I was um, offering, um, you know, just my my friends, my service. And um, I sold a few houses in the first year. I got like one or two listings. And that's how I made money. You know, I got back on my feet. And then I got into the cannabis industry (laughs) for a little bit. Um, it was a friend's company and I was their sales rep and I made some good money from that too. So I, I did everything that, you know, that was an opportunity for me. Any opportunities came, I never rejected it. You know, I feel like everything goes back to mm-hmm. like the way you raise, you yeah. were raised is just that hustler mentality. It's right. like no matter what it is, I'm going to learn everything in and out. And just fucking be really good at it. I think that's right. amazing. Because yeah. you know how hard it is to find that in people these days? Just for to find someone that has, like, the drive. passion and drive for just yeah. one thing. But it's like, right. for you, it's just continuous. Boom, boom, boom. I'm a cannabis. No. Real estate. <laughs> a lot of people just give up. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck. Or they're j- they just are. Like, I'll just take this job. Like, you call my job boring? But <laughs> I had to do what I had to do. Oh, I was killing sales. Right. Look it up. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, she talks, she yeah. <laughs> but I turned up. Listen, I didn't forget. When I left there, I turned up. You know, I hit the gym. Yeah. You know, we doing so- but um <laughs> she's like, all right, you okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. My boy blowed up. It wasn't it wasn't <laughs> boring you. because you were there. Let yeah, me I was the life of the room. <laughs> I got your back. Here. But I do like how no matter what the candy is, yeah. it was getting chopped. Chopped up. Yeah. You kept chopping it chopping up, whatever up. it was. <laughs> Handing it out here. This is a house. This is that. This is a cannabis. Nah. Yeah, my I guess my whole thing is um, you know, you just take every opportunity that's presented to you. You never know what could come out of it. And I live my life without any rules. I used to live a strict life. Like I would have um, an itinerary when I cook, I clean, when I go to the grocery store, which grocery stores I'm going first. Like I had my life planned out and I found out that 
you know, with my divorce and everything and life experience that nothing will ever go as planned. Mm, And and I've been living my life um, just day by day. I'm like, whatever happens, happens, whatever um, presents itself will present itself. And I live life like that um, every minute. And, you know, that goes towards my relationship too. Like there's no expectations. Mm -hmm. For what... Uh, I mean, in your case, because you have that hustler mentality, like, like I felt like you're born with it. How do you, what do you do um, in order to keep yourself from getting complacent when you go day by day without a schedule of what you're going to do and, you know, whether it's work, uh, recreational stuff, how do you just be like, okay, I need to get this done or, hmm. I just kind of want to chill and just be at home. Do you like what keeps that drive going for you? New things. Um, no, yeah, new things. <laughs> I could tell because you were like, this got I boring. That got boring. I'm like, yeah. she likes change. I love change. Do something different, right. spark it. So when I was w- working in the corporate world, and the reason why I was there for so long is because it's always evolving. You know, it's always different, it's always new. And I loved learning, you know. Um, I feel like Life is all about lessons and learning, constant learning, because you can't stay complacent. And once you do, when life beats you, like it beat at me, <laughs> um, it depends on how you're going to look at it and recover from it. And if you stay complacent, you won't have that knowledge to be able to rebuild. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why you have to always keep continuously learning life is always evolving um the world is always evolving uh the people are always evolving so um you just have to keep learning so i want to take it back to something you said uh right before o's question Mm -hmm. you said you don't have or i think you said you don't have expectations Mm -hmm. or you have did you say you don't or it's low i do not have don't have expectations in the relationship so i have a question Mm -hmm. Let's say Valentine's Day comes around. Do you have, you're like, whatever happens, happens? Or you're like, you need to do this. Or I want to, like, (laughs) what what does that look like for you? What are you asking or what do you expect? Uh, A lot of people might think that, you know, I'm materialistic or I'm very um, high maintenance. But why would they think that? <laughs> Come it's on. totally opposite. <laughs> She's like, <"Look>, nah. <laughs> no, honestly, it's totally opposite. I'm so simple. You know, if I could have it my way, I'd be in jeans and no makeup all day long. This is actually my natural hair. I didn't put flex. a wig on for flex. you. Go ahead, go ahead, flex. <laughs> no, I didn't do anything to it. So that's why I'm like, you know, I don't feel like putting my wig on today. So you're gonna have to see me like semi-natural. Hey, um, hey Drake said it in a song, yeah. right? Hey, <laughs> Drake said it in a song, man. No makeup. That's when you're the prettiest. So yeah. I hope you don't take it. <laughs> and um, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, Valentine's Day, we. we had plans to go to dinner and, mm-hmm. you know, do something fun. But it was after Super Bowl, and I was like, you know what? Can we just stay in? Like, I mm. really don't want to go out. Mm. So we just Uber Eats it and had a movie, and that was our Valentine's Day. Like, I don't expect anything. But he always thinks about me, mm. and he's a giver. Mm. So he'll always, like, try to find things and, you know, gift things to me. But to me, it's not all about that. And I told him, you know, we – 
we'd I'd rather build with him mm. than have him buy the expensive stuff. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, she <laughs> said some shit. She said some shit. Man, you said some shit. I agree, and I think. Yeah. For the people that don't know your kind of upbringing, mm -hmm. you're the type of person where I want to build a fucking empire yeah. and then I could go get whatever the fuck exactly. I want instead of, oh, let me just get this, this, and this. Let me clean yeah. the house first. You know, like stopping <laughs> him from getting to where he's trying to go. Like he's already like, once, cause once right. you, once he's already solidified, you already know you're going to get whatever you want. Mm. But well, that's facts. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's true. She I, said, well, she has something to say. Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no. I, <laughs> It's, it's not like getting whatever I want. Like what I really want is just uh, an honest, um, uh, genuine uh, companionship that you can share each other with like for a lifetime. Like I just I just want that person to just build with and just hang out with, have a good time with, laugh with. Um, you know, go through life with, you know. You said um, something. Man, Rada, you preaching right now. Yeah. It's it's hard to find that nowadays. And not a lot of people understand. I found that in Mike. Um a lot of people see our relationship either on social media or um the show, uh, of which, you know, it didn't portray the the um the nicer side of the relationship, but well, our relationship is solid. Sure, yeah. yeah. Our relationship is pretty solid and we have that. See, I like that. Um, I like that. Well, let me ask you this. Did, do you think that changed over time? Um, not necessarily with Mike, mm -hmm. Michael, but with you, like your expectancy of, you know, Valentine's day. Cause I think yeah. it's something you grow out of. Like everyone wants something nice, yeah. but I, you know, I was never too big on these commercial Me United either. States Same. stuff. See? It's like even Christmas and stuff. I mean, I I celebrate the Lord. I celebrate, um, you know, his his Passover and all of that. But I just didn't feel like, you know, doing all the commercial stuff that they're pushing to us to do to spend is money. part of it. Yeah, it's I part agree. of And I feel like business. as long as you're it's treating business. your significant mm -hmm. other, you know, showing them that you care and putting effort on days that aren't a specific, like, I feel like that's more important than just showing it off. But, but, you, can't, but you can't show effort to someone who doesn't see Ooh, right. effort, right? Like, that's if someone true. is stuck in this, like, mm -hmm. I want this for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. So you got to do X, Y. Like, I saw some videos oh, online, and this girl's like, you got me these? I don't even like these. And who knows? I hope it was a <laughs> skit. But, like, I've heard through friends and relationships, yeah. like, man. And most guys are indifferent about stuff like that. Yeah. And I think this, what you were saying, speaking to being like, hey, I'm a simple person. Mm -hmm. But, like, he still thinks of you, and, like, he he's does. trying to gift you. You know, he's trying to make it nice, but it's like... You know what? Tonight, I do really feel like staying home and that quality time right. is gift enough. That is more than enough. In a sense, mm -hmm. you know, everyone wants to get dressed up and go yeah, out and sure. enjoy yeah. some some gifts. Yeah. And it's, you know, that's always been, I mean, I've always been the same from the beginning. So to answer your question, you know, it's not something that's built over time where mm. I'm like, oh, forget about Valentine's Day. Um, and it was important in the beginning. It never was. Like, it just... Even with my ex-husband, I mean, we never really did any of that. Um, 
I, all I wanted was like the basics, and I couldn't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> like throwing away the trash. Ooh, the the yeah, simple things. Like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know so. something though. Like I think each of you guys like said something that's very like valid and influential because nowadays in like our new dating era, mm -hmm. we're so big on holidays and wanting to be able to post pictures of yeah. what my significant other have done for me that we forget, you know, why we're in a relationship in the first place. What reality is. Definitely. No, and you know what's crazy about that? Because I'll never forget I was in a relationship with someone and we actually got into it about it, about Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. And what the, um, no, I'm not speaking on names. Uh, say your name. Go no, ahead. no, 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 I'm not speaking on names. Look into the camera. I'm not speaking on names. Was it the last girlfriend? I will neither confirm or deny that. So, moving forward, moving forward. I, hey, it's all love. But the, conver the conversation was about Valentine's Day. And it was she, she was like, hey, babe, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? What do you think about it? Now, me, I'm all for it. I'm all for whatever you know she wants to do. But I made a comment. I said, I said I'm just not too big on Valentine's Day because I feel like I'm going to do it regardless. Yes. Whatever you want, I'm gonna still do. I said every every day for you is gonna gonna be like that. So mm. we, I said, so if we don't do nothing for Valentine's Day, you're not missing out because right. if you want to go to like Togo or somewhere, I could take you to that shit tomorrow. Mm. So exactly. I'm, so my thing is, and I and you said something that was very powerful because a lot of women look at. And that's why I'm glad you're here because I got some shit for you. <laughs> a lot of women's gonna hate me after tonight. No, 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 no. We got your back. No, we, no, got, we your got, back. got your back for sure. I just I just feel like nowadays when you when you when you're dating, it's always about give, give, give. But then right. what are you receiving? If I'm if I'm buying for you, if I'm paying X, Y, and Z, but like what are you giving me? Yeah. Are you giving me more support? Are you giving me more peace support? of mind? Are you giving mm. me peace of mind? Are you elevating me to make more money to bring home? Right. Are you uh are you my peace? Are you when I come home, are you like, uh babe, uh what do you need what do you need for me to do for you this mm -hmm. week? You know, like are you what are you bringing other than a beautiful face? You know? Right. What are you bringing to yeah. the table? Cuz you're going to get I'm I'm going to do those things regardless because I want to but not by force. Not like you got to have Rada find you someone that uh, Rada, can yeah. find you Rada, gotta, to build an empire. Hey, Rada, you got to help me out. Are you are wow. you a good wing woman? I, I mean, okay, so I feel like this generation is so different than mm -hmm. what I'm used to. Um, I'm old school, you know? Mm. Uh, I think that kind of <laughs> tells right my in. age a little. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> nah, he fit right I'm in. No, I'm, I'm old soul, yeah. but very yeah. like playful at heart. So yeah, it's, yeah. I'm on the same thing. The commercialization, you know, laughing at me. <laughs> no, but commercialization. I, I'm the one that is a little boring nerdy. So I look into like, where did the Valentine's Q, Day? What is Valentine's Day? Yeah, what is Valentine's Day? Where did these hearts come Seriously. from? Okay, it's a pagan holiday. <laughs> Came from this. This is what their rituals were back then. Yeah. And then, you know, which was you know, sleeping with boys and then picking women out of a line like a lottery to, you know. For real? Yeah. There's oh, like a history to it. And then uh, it only became commercialized after it was a... I forgot his name, but he was like, I think uh, in a jail cell. And he was writing notes, like love letters. And From he jail? put, yeah, and he put, he was a po poet. What's his name? Uh, Edgar Allan Poe? No. <laughs> That's a good guess. But he wrote, he wrote something and put like, my Valentine. And like, I said, and then all of a sudden it's like commercialized. It's like, hey, get me this. And Again, you want to do something nice. Well, one thing, Rod, I forgot to warn you before coming in. Q's like an encyclopedia. He got, 
so much information on everything. I love that. I know who to call when I need like some facts. Hey, what about this origin of this? (laughs) What's the origin? I don't need Google anymore. I'm just gonna cue it. Cue it. it. That could be on cue. On cue, right? Just call him about my car. So yeah, he's there. You go all a percentage though. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. We could we could do something. Okay. So. Um, Go, uh, were you going to no, say something? Just... Oh, I was going to say, all right, getting into the nitty gritty then, because um, you said now you're just looking for someone that's an honest person um, that's going to show you love, effort. So having all that, but with the open relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not open. It's not open? It's not. No. Well, for me, it's not. <laughs> mm, women only. <laughs> How's that fair? To, for them, <laughs> How is that fair, right? Yeah, actually, I'm not going to say nothing. That's all. Well, let me explain it. Mm. Um, so when I was married, um, you know, when you, you're with somebody and you're having sex with the same person the same way every single day for how many years, it gets boring. I mean, don't you guys think? I think I'm you get bored fast. Do you get bored? I'm not married. So. Well, okay. I've only been married for two. You better two not say nothing else. Oh, you, you can't say anything. Say. My no, okay. Let me not incriminate you guys. I'm, I'm just saying. No, I have it. Whatever you say. No, that's fine. Hey, I'll tell anything to my. I don't hide anything from her. No, I tell her how it is. But I. No, the matter. I haven't, been, I haven't got there yet, so ask me again in like. Okay, I'll ask you again in six months. I'll ask you. Are you newlywed? Yeah, I guess for if two years counts. Two years is pretty new. But two and a half, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, that's pretty new. new. I think after f- the five year mark, we'll ask you again. Okay. Um, but reach back out and be like, "Hey, you doing?" <laughs> and then there's the whole, hey, how you doing, buddy? Five years exactly. He's like, "Huh?" Well, you know, I people talk about the five year itch, right? And um, I thought it was a seven year itch. Is it five? They, they it call might it be the both. Five. Maybe Whatever. it's both. Yeah. You know, anything over five or five and over, I don't know. But I kind of felt it at like six or seven. And um, at that time, I was like, how do we spice up our relationship? And he's like very conservative, very old school. Like the woman should be home. The woman should be cooking. The woman should be watching over the kids, doing everything. And the man shouldn't be doing nothing because he is the king. That's how it was. Nothing um, or? Nothing. Do you mean nothing. like uh, outside Except of work? Outside of work. Okay. Yeah, outside of Which work. Which is a lot. Hey, I'm I'm just, this, this is where I feel like I'm smack you, you, right now. you and Q are gonna differ in this because I feel like Q she is said, a more traditional. No, man. but I get what she's saying. I'm just. I'm pushing yeah. it. Yeah. So I want to be like, hey, no. If you get smacked, I'm not. <laughs> Look, I, that's fine. I got head movement. You <laughs> see these fighting. nails? <laughs> Cat warm They're sharp for a reason. These are Those my are weapons. weapons. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he didn't He didn't really do anything. So, um, so I got bored after. This was like maybe two years before we split up. Um, we were going through counseling and everything. And I actually mentioned an open relationship to him. And he was like, hell no, who do you think you are? Like, why are you talking to me about other women and other men? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm just trying to spice up our relationship and prolong our marriage, you know? Um, But anyway, so he shut that down. We were still going through counseling. And this motherfucker, like, just stepped out on me while we were going through counseling. And I was like, no, I'm not having that. Because you just said no 
to the open relationship, mm. but then you lied to me. And the, mm. Yes. And you literally gave him. So. But he went. Right. And and so I was like, okay. Anyways, fast forward. I met, I met Mike with no intentions of getting married or getting into this relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I was single for two years after um, I divorced, and you know I was having a ball. I'm like, damn, thank God my ex did what he did because I'm having a blast out here. He said the grass is not greener. There's a lot of green bananas out here, <laughs> you know? So I was like, I was having the time of my life. <laughs> that, that, that threw me for a little it's, it's ripe out there, proceed, you know? Proceed. I like, the grass is greener sometimes. Um, so anyways, I was having a ball. I was living life. And mind you, I've never partied. I've never drank my entire life, even during my college years. Because you've been fucking managing, creating businesses, married, yes. doing a whole bunch of other shit. Married? I was in my 20s. Oh, she's not going to tell you. No, I mean, she said 20s. I was, <laughs> I was just like, it sounds 20s. pretty young. I was very young. Okay. So I knew I knew no better. And then I just found life like a few years ago, mm. pretty much. And so then two years after, um, I played the field for a little bit. And, you know, I met some great people. And... Um, I had like a mini relationship uh, with someone that I think everybody knows. I'm not going to mention any names or tell you what he does, but that didn't work out. So then I met Mike through uh, one of our mutual friends, Lil John, at yeah. Hakkasan. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he introduced us both. That's crazy. And then we just like clicked. Like it was like, Someone I've known for years. It was like a soul that I love when you get that feeling when you just meet somebody and you're like familiar. Yeah, very familiar. But the thing was, I didn't know who the fuck he was, but he was just so funny. How do you not know Michael Blackster? What I I came out of the shell. I just came out of the shell. I didn't know who he was. Um, He, you know, John was just like, "Hey, this is Mike. Mike, this is Rada," and you know, whoop de woo. And we were just like talking and. Three months later, you know, we were talking here and there through text, but mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, pushing it. And then three months later, he said, hey, I'm coming to Phoenix. Um, I have a show there. Uh, and I love comedy shows. I go to the improv. I watch Joe mm-hmm. Coy. I watch Michael Yo. Yeah, they're, they're all funny. You know, I need everybody needs to get laugh. So I was like, okay, I'll go watch. Um, so after that night, like, we started talking more, and then he invited me to um, go visit him in L.A., and I was like, sure, why not? You know, I'm not working. So I went to um, visit him and stayed at his place, and he took me out for the first time. Um, our first date was, where was it? Lolo's Chicken and Waffle. Hey, hey Larry! Larry. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had Larry on the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh I love Lolo's. Lolo's um, awesome. So, so uh, that's where we went. And then... Um, and then when while we were out, like people would come up to him and ask him to take pictures, and I was like, "Who are you? Who are you?" <laughs> I, you I, I honestly didn't dude. know him <laughs> to be like, you know, this celebrity. But um, yeah, so so we just kind of kicked it off the first night we met, and uh, we had just a very casual relationship. I would see him like every other week or once a month sometimes because I was busy too. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, it just progressed from there. And 
two years into casual dating, like it was, you know, he's always been him. So he's had a lot of women. And I knew that. I mean, I know that industry to be that way. Yeah. Mm. That's just how it is. I don't care. I don't care like what you say when you're in that industry. There's there's a lot of temptation. Um, everything's easy access. You are not going to say no to free pussy. You know, and for, vice versa. You know what I mean? If I was a woman in that industry and I can get like all kinds of ripe men, bananas. Ripe, <laughs> yeah, if I can get like a jungle of ripe bananas and I need one for every day, I wouldn't say no. Right? So... Q, you, you, she said what? She goes, I respect it though. Th that's how you know you're good at conversation. You said you were about to say something. You saw me. She said what? She saw you from the corner of her eye too. But the, the what is, it was on a podcast I was listening to and, yeah. and they asked that question. Would you say no to free, you know, pussy? Would you, would you? And they went around the room. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing in life free. There's always a cost to pay. Oh. Back what in and front. I don't know. Sometimes it's your peace. Sometimes it's worse than that. It's health. So, I mean, it could be anything. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe it could be free for a period of time. Mm -hmm. If you get out at the right time. Somebody going to catch feelings. But, like, <laughs> there's, bro, that's it true. could be anything. But I get what you're saying, like, the ease yeah. of access. And it's like, if it's there. The thing is, and, and you're mm -hmm. absolutely right, in the world of social media oh and in that industry, everyone's disposable. Mm -hmm. And that's the everyone, shitty part yeah. of it. Everyone and, is disposable. And, and, and I think, no, nah, I think, nah, this is a fact. Women have access to men. I mean, they're trying to stop the men from falling into their DMs. And like, <laughs> as a man is, is is different. So would we say no versus you? You probably said no to so many. You're like, uh, no, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have more choices than a man, a man even yeah. a man in that industry. That's true. It's That's just true. natural. It's the way it is. So if you give it, it's like keeping a kid out of the candy store, whereas girls are going in the candy store. So by the time they're 24, they know what the best candies are. They're like, <laughs> and we get in at 32, yeah. 34, and we're like, Twizzlers. Like, ah, Laffy Taffy. Still trying to find Damn, something new when it's all old. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? And then the, yeah. the girls are like, this guy. Don't talk to me. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, but continue. Sorry. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, so, so then it was like, I think the end of the second year where he started questioning me and he was like, are you seeing anybody else? And I was like, wait, hold on. I don't ask you that. Why are you asking me that? Because <laughs> <laughs> he started turn. liking you. Yeah. He started liking you. Yeah. Because he noticed you're a real one. That's yeah, what it is. That's what it know, was. I don't know what it is, but we had a lot of fun and, um, then that's when things became more, um, more real, and you know we fell into this r relationship, um, and we never really put a title to it. Mm. It's just, you know, we're together. Uh, we never really had any real rules. You know, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to talk to any of my guy friends anymore. Well, he doesn't stop that now. Just as long as um, he knows we're just friends. Because his, the first thing that came out of his mouth was, if a guy is your friend, it means that you fuck him. And I'm like, that's not true for women. For men, it may ah, be true. Yes. Yeah, if you say, yes. oh, that's just a friend. And mm. she's, she's a woman, uh, or the opposite sex of you, 
it means that you're fucking them. But for me, I, I'm I'm kind of gonna disagree with me, you. I'm, I'm, I'm no, to, but I'm, I want you to finish. Yeah, I want you to finish. <laughs> and, and before that, I just want to be an intermediary, and then I want to pass it over here. Because go ahead, finish your. No, no, no. Uh, All I was just saying is that was his mentality. Is if you are friends with a guy, it means that you're fucking them. And I'm like, that's not entirely true for me. So maybe in your case it mm -hmm. isn't, but you can't just say every woman that says, oh, this guy that's just a friend is actually just a friend. Because yeah, but that's what she said that though. She's saying no, that. No, she said if a guy, a, from a guy's perspective, it is, but she says when a girl says that's just a friend. Oh, I, I believe, I, I trust you. I don't, I don't that, always think yeah. women you don't? are telling the truth. Yeah. No. You don't yeah. think women are I, telling the truth? I think, I think because, like, women will say, will have friends that are just mm -hmm. guys, but I think they'll also have friends that are, just, that are not just, you know, a guy friend. Yeah, I that, think that's just how it is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that when they're the, in a relationship. Though? Yes. I, either I've way, seen, either I've way. Seen it happen? Well, they'll be like, "Oh, you don't have to worry about him." He, and then next he's a know, nice guy. She's cheating on him. See, like, like really. I think the distinction is for you. Yeah. I mean, in in today's climate, women choose who they allow access to themselves, right? Mm -hmm. So you're the chooser, mm -hmm. but the guys around you, again, who's gonna say no? We already established that. Yeah. Who's going to say no to free booty? Nobody. No guy is because they're in the candy store now. Gah, gah, gah. So <laughs> when you got a guy who's like, oh, you need you need help with your car? Yeah, I'll come help you. That's an orbiter. He, why is he leaving? He's, he's yeah. waiting. No, it's true. Yeah, he's why, waiting for an why, opportunity. Think about it. He has, I mean, if, I like if he's on his purpose, he has stuff he's got to do. Hit yeah. the gym, work, go home, rest, cook for himself or whatever it is. He, he might have somebody else, you know, a significant other. But if he's coming out of his way to help you, that's a nice guy to you. And you're like, I wouldn't. But if you called him up, hey, what are you doing, blah, blah, yeah, you want to come over? You're like, you know what? I'm going to grab my keys. <laughs> I'm me, heading let me, out. Let me, let, me, let me chime in on this with you. All right. So all just right. a nice guy is not true. He's not all just a nice guy. All right, Rada. Let's, let's, let's keep this hot here. Okay. <laughs> And I speak for all men because I can. I, you I, speak for all men oh, because shit. I've seen this. I've okay. seen this happen multiple times. Now every situation is different. This is why I wear my glasses. I'm going to <laughs> okay. So everyone is different. Every situation is different. Now, what you said can be true. Yes. You can look at him as if like he's just a friend, mm -hmm. Mario. See, I'm just a friend. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. I love that song. By men, <laughs> and this is how a lot of men think like this. Mm -hmm. Men will play the field for years, waiting on that opportunity. Yeah, but then there's a point in time when you fall into the friend zone. That's not always the case. Really? Because that's a man with no game. Exactly. But here's the thing: a lot, a lot of men can go in a situation like knowing they can know what they're walking into because of your situation. Yeah. But there's always vulnerable stages. There's always, there's all, there's always a little gap mm. to where that man can just shoot the gap. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere something. with some yeah. shit. He can seem through there because you're gonna open up at one point in time. It's gonna be a situation that happened with you. Not talking about your relationship, but I'm speaking in general. Uh -huh, yeah. There's gonna be a situation that happened, mm -hmm. and you're gonna be like, man, fuck that dude, and you're gonna be like, David, David gonna hit you up. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> fucking, fucking John just. I just don't know. Like he's just fucking. He man. doesn't deserve you. David, David gonna come right on in. Well, I'm always here. I'm always here to listen. And, and we're no. not saying hundred percent of women are like <laughs> no. that. Man, like, I, I don't like that. But it does exist. You can't sit here and say that's just not true. No, because all my guy friends are not like that. Man, I'll call them right now. <laughs> 
Call, call him up right now and be like, be like, call him up right now and be like, hey, uh, me and me and Mike, we broke up. Uh, you want to go out? We, how many times have we broken up on social media? They've never been. That don't mean there. nothing for no pussy. For one night. You said, but many? but it depends on you too as a woman. Facts, exactly. True. That is you know very how true. how do you carry yourself around mm. your I'll agree guy? With you on that. Definitely, yeah. 100%. right? Mm -hmm. Like I would never allow for them to cross the line. I would never um, make them feel like they would ever Welcome. have a chance. Mm. You know, so it depends on you as the friend of the other person. And I, I'll agree with you on that yeah. because your personality doesn't allow it, but some women love the attention and want to entertain that yeah. and give them that yeah. access to do it. That's it right yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. The attention. And that's what it Facts. is. And you know, like, Dad, I guess, I really said some shit I'm, right there. <laughs> I'm just thankful that I had great parents mm. and a great upbringing to know that, you know, there's certain things that you can accept and should accept mm -hmm. and the way you should carry yourself as a woman you know um but yeah i mean i i would never i would never lead any of my friends on and to speak to that that's what i'm saying i think what you were saying is absolutely valid you did touch on the part where you're like you don't think yeah. but there's the other side of the coin which is what the guys and, yeah. and i were saying like the guys are are, are most guys are desperate? How do you think OnlyFans works? Like, who's paying for well, pictures? These guys have like so much money. I mean, well, like you have. Oh, look, I'm gonna no, tell you right now. For money. No matter how much desperate, money I fucking have, not, I am not spending not even saying. a yeah, fucking not, penny. Not, bro. not desperate for money, <laughs> but like those guys are the guys that had no game, no relationships, then got money, and they're like, oh, I can just pay for this. Yeah. So it's cool. They're they're doing it. So I'm it's not, not even. Cool. I'm not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the <laughs> don't thing. It's do cool. It. It's cool. It's cool for the girls. I'm not mad at the women mm -hmm. making the money. I don't agree yeah, with it, but it's like do bro. what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. If you're milking the dudes, it's those dudes' faults yeah, of where we are now. So backing it up to this whole thing um, about like, hey, that's just a friend. So you again. Anybody, if you're seeing somebody and you don't put down boundaries, everyone has boundaries. But right. when you're like, you know what, we're having fun. You don't want to define those. That's a hard talk. Like, don't do this. Don't do this. Why can't I do oh, yeah. So it can be, you can naturally get defensive and build up walls versus being open, honest, and transparent mm -hmm. and meeting in the middle. But anyway, when you know, well, for a guy, uh, you guys can chime in. For a guy, attention from a woman, like where is she giving her attention or allowing tension to be put on for us is a big deal. It's like if you're dating someone and he's buying women food and clothes, you're going to be like, nah, if we're serious, you aren't giving out resources yeah. like that right. because that's supposed to come home True. Right. for a man. Right. That attention that you're giving other guys is supposed to come home. Mm -hmm. So I think we're different in that way. Mm -hmm. And like you would know you have a radar like this woman come around, Michael, you're like, you see it, you're like, Listen, babe, no, that girl is bad news. Just like guys, we speak guy. I can see a dude come into the room, look at a woman like this. I'm like, bad news. Yep. <laughs> bad news. Yep. He's just going to wait for his time. Definitely. Put his hand on your lower back. Oh, I got you here. Yep. Let me show you this. <laughs> hey. Start playing it. like, And you're like, listen, David playing a field. <laughs> I made that now. <laughs> Okay, well, you guys know more than I do. No, 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 no absolutely not. You old school. We need you your, around, like, we, you yeah, know we, how the game works, yeah. being in the But we need your perspective. Yeah. I, I think it's super important for, but I, think, I feel like men are usually trying to understand women's perspective because 
we don't we can't we don't have a line of 10 women coming yeah. after us <laughs> every woman has hundreds of dudes or even the i mean respectfully even the ugly fat chicks like they'll have dudes that are like yo yeah you know what actually yeah, i'll give you some time for whatever you know what i'm saying that's true if you're an ugly fat dude and you're not rich like filthy rich mm-hmm. you ain't get, like no bro oh man you said no nah, no nah, that that is true like yeah. honestly and you know what rod i kind of want to know your thought process mm-hmm. on this and kind of like to go back off what Q said, if you're not an attractive guy and you're not making much money, how how can that guy solidify himself in the dating world? He can because here's why. I when I started dating after my divorce, I never really looked at looks to be quite honest with you. I never looked at what he had. It was based on our initial conversation. Um, what can you offer to mentally stimulate my mind? Um, and that attracted me more. Like See, if, I was going to interrupt you and, uh, and say, well, someone that doesn't want to get bored of a sex mm-hmm. life, how do you keep the Like if you're not physically attracted to someone, but then you just mentioned the that's what, mind stimulation. Yeah, that's what is more attractive than just the physical features for me at least okay because i see a lot of like gorgeous men out there but when you talk to them it's trash <laughs> oh, a pile of rocks you're like can't, yeah. can't hold a conversation <laughs> there's no conversation um they're not charming they're not witty uh and all they have to them is looks and it's like so okay, you're, what am i gonna do with that you're sapiosexual like attracted to the intellectual mm-hmm um, someone who can make me laugh, who can carry a conversation, um, if we have things that are in common that we can share with one another. For me, it's all about feeling good. And if he can make me feel good mentally um, and emotionally, that's like attractive to mm-hmm. me. Okay. Well, I know you have yeah. that. So can you talk about <laughs> how it is, you know, dating someone that's a comedian that's always is when the cameras are off. Is he still? Because I know both of y'all. You bring. Uh, you're you're gonna bring the heat too. Like if he's talking shit and making you laugh, I know you. That energy coming right back from you. Oh yeah. So is this like ongoing, go or do you guys have moments where hey, let's just turn out no funny shit? Like how how do you you know being with someone that funny? How do you have serious time? Like boundaries yeah. or something about like like joking. Honestly, um, because I lived a traditional, average, boring life for years. <laughs> This is exciting to me. You know, it's always something new. And we never have boring moments. We're we're always going back and forth. Like, we have so much fun together. There's not a dull moment where, you know, we're just sitting there and we're talking about serious stuff. The only time we ever get serious is if we have, like, issues we're working through. Mm. Um, like, jealousy or... Um, issues with side bitches. Well, back in the day, we had side bitches. <laughs> um, you know, and and he respects me enough to be like, you know what, I hear you. Uh, yeah, we're going to cancel that bitch. She's not going around no more. You don't have to pull her wig off. <laughs> <laughs> don't beat her up. Hey, rare. <laughs> Got the nails. Oh, West side? No. <laughs> Look, the thing with me is he's never saw the Long Beach in me. He experienced it only once out of the four years we've Ooh. been together. And he never wanted to see it again. <laughs> like, it's here. Do we want to ask what that was? Or, or, or My, okay, I used to be a hothead back then. 
Like, you can never get me down. When I'm in that fighting zone, I'm like, you just beat see a red. bitch up, yeah. you know? Ooh, you almost slapped me. <laughs> no. Q did almost see. I would never do that to I the know. Q. I'll just cue it. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, so, so I found that it takes so much energy just to get riled up and be in a bad mood, and then you're, like, in a bad mood all night. So um, as I uh, had gotten older, I felt like, you know, I need to zen myself, and um, I matured a lot, you know, as far as far as my emotional intelligence. I knew how to control Ooh. it, um, and now it takes a lot to get me to that level. So mm. if today you had gotten me to that level, it means you've done something really egregious <laughs> to yep. get me there, yeah. and um, this woman did, and I got there, and... Ooh. I wanted to beat her ass <laughs> really bad. Um, and it took me a while to come down from it. And I was like, you know what? I never want to feel like that ever again. I got just a heightened sense of emotion. Oh. And it takes so, it's like fatiguing. It sucks life force out of you. You're just like, like a it's not worth it. That, that's why most men, if you ask us what we want in a relationship, it's not, I mean, big, well, well, all the, the characteristics aside, attraction needs to be there, but it's a sense of peace. Like if I come home and I'm mad, you know what I want you to do? Nothing. Just don't push my buttons. Yes. Just like, babe, you can sit next to me silent. Don't say nothing. You don't have to do nothing. Yeah. Just let me feel. Yeah. Like, and everyone wants to talk about, ah, oh, men can't feel. You got to be. That's not masculine. Yeah. Masculine is being able to, for me to be calm, cool, and collected when I need to be, yeah. but I still have a monster in me. So. If my girl knows mm -hmm. that, okay, I got to calm that, like, hey, yeah. and be that calming, peaceful source, mm -hmm. you get everything else you want. Not a problem. Exactly. And that's the great thing about our relationship. We are so connected to the soul where we can feel each other. So if I'm feeling like he's a certain way, like I have a way of cooling him down mm -hmm. and making him feel a certain <clears throat> way and, you know, caring for him in that nature. And he does the same for me. Yeah, it's like so, you guys recognize your love language. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we never fight. Never. Within the four it. years, all we do is laugh. And, and that's, that's what it should the be. Best thing. Seriously. It you should think be so? easy. When you have, I mean, I think some form of healthy fighting and disagreements is good to have. Um, but I felt like you were going to say No, no, no. That. I, I was going to agree. I think, uh, well, correct me here. Because um, I have a lot of the same or similar thought process on finding someone that's a companion. Because companionship is way more than plug and chug like mm -hmm. stay home do this right. i work get money companionship is contend with me mm -hmm. so if i'm not taking out the trap mm -hmm. babe listen yeah. i'm doing me just take the oh you know what i'm sorry let me take the trash out because yeah. you got to do something at the house too to. like i learned from my dad like my dad spent so much time working mm -hmm. for the family and being out but mm -hmm. once he was at home he doesn't have it, and he's old school too, traditional. He doesn't have an ego. I'll see him doing stuff. I'm like, you know, hey, whoa, whoa. but he's like, look, there's no ego. Like, you let it go. And that's and that's the key is just not having an ego, just loving each other and supporting one another. I think that's what it is. Ooh, so you know? let me ask you this, Rada. I have two questions. My first question is, what makes a good marriage? And my second question is, how does the man and the woman? go about their their monthly expenses? Like how are they splitting the bills? Do you feel that the man should pay 100% or do you feel like the man should at least pay 90%? Like it should be like a 90, 10 or 80, 20. Because not every household, yeah. not every household will have those finances like others. Mm -hmm. 
everyone's pocket is different, but I just want to get your perspective on it. Cause I feel like you've yeah. seen the best of both worlds. I have, and, <laughs> and I think it comes down to the type of man that you're um, going to be with. Mm -hmm. Are they traditional? Are they modern? Um, you know, do they want to take care of you? Would they mm -hmm. rather have you stay home? Mm -hmm. Or would they rather you do your thing and make that money, you mm -hmm. know? Um, I can speak to our relationship where we both didn't really talk about it, but, you know, we we were at a place where we were making our own money anyway, mm. you know? So it didn't really matter. And um, we have our own place. We have our own car. Um, we have our own immediate family to take care of. So our setup is different. Mm -hmm. um, um, I think uh, to make a marriage great is, I feel like, you know, a lot of the time society is saying, when you're married, you are one. Everything is one. Your finances, um, the way you think, the way you sleep, the way you shit, the way you eat. It's like, that's not true. I mean, you're an individual. Both of you are two separate beings coming to one where you're trying to coincide with one another on a daily basis and I don't feel like an individual should let go of who you are to be that one marriage mm -hmm. um whatever it is that they talk about mm -hmm. because initially that's what I thought it was and I learned a lot from that to where you know you can't be somebody else you can't let go of your goals. You can't let go of your dreams. You can't um, try to fit into this bubble of uh, uh, one that they call um, to make a marriage work. Like suppressing yourself suppressing, for someone else. Because yes. that comes out after years. Mm -hmm. you, a woman could be, and just adding to what you're saying, I don't yeah. want to take away from your question, no, but um, you know, a woman could do that for 20 25, 30 years. I did, yeah. And, and then guess what? Well, I did this for you. You did this. And a you, lot of you, resentment. A lot yeah. of, and that's the Oof. worst. I don't never want to sit up in a house 30 years deep and have to hear the resentment of a woman. Man, that would be the worst. You, you have to live your own life in a marriage. You cannot try to accommodate the other person and suppress who you are like a majority of the time. I just feel like just be you. And those conversations should be open. Yeah. Have hobbies. Should be. Yeah. Um, do your do your thing. Come together when you need to come together. You Facts. know? You're gonna be together forever. I got one more question, y'all. I'm gonna let y'all have the floor. Okay, so I have another question for you. What are your thoughts on when if a woman tell a man when they're having that conversation, if they're taking the next step, like what are you looking for as far as when we decide to move in together? And the woman says, well, I'm looking for a man to pay 100%. And then the guy says, well, this is what I can bring. I can bring 80-20 or I can bring 90-10. How do you feel about that? I'm not speaking on your situation, yeah. but just in general. I, I feel it's fair. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fair to have that discussion before you guys move in together. Mm -hmm. It's better to set the expectations in the forefront mm -hmm. than go into it and trying to figure it out. That's when, yeah. you know, it's not going to But does it make you less of a man if you can't spend 100%? No. Because a lot of women may may think, and I'm not speaking on all women. Every yeah. obviously, every woman thinks different. But some may think, well, he can't he can't provide for me, so I'm going to seek it from somewhere else. I personally think I I, I kind of agree with uh, Rada because yeah. 
let's say what she said earlier. If a man has that traditional role where he wants his wife to, mm -hmm. or a significant other, whatever the case may be, to stay home, cook, clean, that's still whether even though it's not finances, it's still a, contrib uh, contribution, a contribution to yeah, the team because sure. in a marriage Huge. you're a team. Mm -hmm. So to. Have if to. she's not bringing in income and that's what he wants mm -hmm. in his marriage and she's okay taking care of all that stuff, mm -hmm. then it's a hundred zero. Yeah. yeah. But if she's working and he's okay with her working and whatever, and he might not have the full means to pay for it, then that's when I agree with her. You got to have that discussion yeah, of, sure. Hey, I can do this much. What's our budgeting look like? Right. And again, before you move yeah, in together, no. because if yeah. you just wing it and be like, oh, we're in exactly. love, honeymoon phase, exactly. and then, hey, where the fuck is rent? Internet isn't paid for. <laughs> well, I got mm -hmm. what? Like, we ain't got no yeah. water on. Like, yeah. what the fuck? And a lot of the times I find that men put on a horse and pony show until <laughs> when the time comes for you to, like, start mm -hmm. getting it done or. When the lights come on. Yeah. Showtime. Yeah. yeah. When it's showtime. Didn't say what you promised. Yeah, sure. <laughs> mm. you know? um, and then we got to uh, wrap up in like five minutes, right? But okay. before I let you go, I want to know, going back to the good experiences, how you yeah. and Mike always had. So I know you guys went to Ghana, I think more than once together, right? Yeah. Can you talk about your experiences in that and it, like experiencing that different culture compared to the U.S. and like mm -hmm. where your upbringing was? And then also talk a little bit about the VH1 uh, couples retreat experience and like some of the other couples that were on there before we wrap up? Okay. Um, Ghana was amazing. Um, I absolutely love that country. It's like one of the best countries I've been to. They are very loving. Um, and, you know, you're just like family to them. Anybody that goes there, they're just all open arms um, and treat you like their brothers, sisters. Uh, so I, I love it. And the culture is not that different than mine, which is Cambodian. Um, we have a lot of things that are very, very similar. And that's why, you know, when I went into uh, to um, his world and uh, experienced a little bit of that culture, it was very much different. You felt like mine. you were in I your I felt element. like I was home. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, he opened up the Michael Blackson Foundation. That's started his school there and I'm so proud of him for giving back to his country. Um, yeah, overall experience is amazing. If you guys haven't been to Ghana, you guys should go and check it out. It's crazy. It's not something that you would think um, to be traditional Africa. Mm -hmm, <laughs> When you go and visit, I mean, there's people from all over the world, a lot of people from Europe, London. Um, so it's not just uh, the traditional people that are there. Um, and they party a lot. They party 24-7. When we, I was there for two weeks. When As soon as we landed, we partied every single night. <laughs> because like, we I'm had tired. an event every, every single night. Oh, yeah, it was a lot. And then um, as far as um, uh, couples retreat, you know, I had a great time. I made a lot of connections. Um, I'm friends with a lot of the couples still till this day. Did you know um, any of them before going on to that show? Uh, I was familiar with them, but I didn't know them on a, a personal basis. But since the show, I mean, 
we've we've been connected to the hip most most of the cast and also some of the producers um, I, I still keep in touch with and uh, it, it was an amazing experience I can't complain um, you know we gave a lot for the public to talk about yeah. <laughs> um, ratings were amazing um, how long was filming for it wasn't too bad so the first season we filmed in Tucson during COVID that was brutal because um, we had to go through the two weeks quarantine oh, and then so, filming was yeah. two weeks. And Why it, Tucson? That's so I know. Well, because a lot of states had certain mandates mm. where production couldn't take place because of COVID oh. and it was easier for them to produce there. Okay. Open areas yeah, probably. Open, like, uh -huh. And um, that was an experience because I've never, have you guys seen a javelina? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I haven't. In neighborhoods. Yeah. No. I don't e I didn't even know what the hell that was. In Paradise Valley, you'll wow, see pig them too. Type yeah. yeah, my it's brother's an ugly, ugly pig. Alatuki, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Anywhere near mountains, you'll see them. Out yeah, there. well, okay. Isn't Pumbaa? They're Alabina? scary. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think they'd be nice? Alpinas are scary, bro. Oh my god, they look so scary. But yeah, there were a lot of um, those wild animals <laughs> out there. But just a really quick uh, fun fact. So. When I came from Long Beach, um, I didn't know what a javelina was. <laughs> I actually thought it was a person. When, I used to be a claimant's adjuster. Uh. And um, there was a car that hit a javelina. And I was talking to an insured. And I was asking the insured, oh, how old was javelina? I called it javelina. javelina. I'm and dying. How old is javelina? You, were, were her parents around? And the guy was like, uh, obviously, you don't know what a javelina is. And I was like, a what? I'm like, this guy is so cruel. He's calling this little girl a javelina. He just yeah. killed her. I was about to hang up the phone. He's like, he started to laugh. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Like, he just killed a person. But then anyway. He's laughing because he's a car yeah. guy. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at that story though. Like, is a mom around? Like, bro. Like, and what? I, what are you talking about? You know, about? and State Farm gave me this plaque that says, thank you for saving my life. Love, Havelina. Oh, <laughs> dang. That's funny. That's that is funny. funny. Yeah. That was that's like ages so ago. with the couple's retreat, how long was filming? And then did they like take away all your guys' phones and everything? Like, because they do that for some shows like Bachelorette mm -hmm. and... Mm. Uh, are, is it like are you the one other reality shows where they're like hey all of you guys are kind of segregated yeah. no phones no nothing nine weeks in no, there they weren't strict at all I mean it was such a blast it was like a vacation oh, but I was cool. on camera mm. all, all day long and um, <laughs> but it was like nothing to me because I guess I don't know I just ignore it uh, Rod we do this every episode I would love to <laughs> How can I word this? You want Michael Blackson on here? No, I would love to have Michael Blackson on here, but I want to know who do you think would be a really good guest that we should go after? Hmm. And I would love, we would love Michael Blackson, but if Ooh. we can't get him, we're open to whoever. Referrals, <laughs> alley oops. Who would yeah. be a really good guest to go after? I don't know. Um, like someone entertaining? Anyone, or someone with a good story, like how, you know, they went from, you know, rags to riches type shit. It, doesn't matter. Athletes, entertainers, musicians, friends who are business on it. True. I don't know. Uh, I can't put the really, pressure on you. You're putting pressure I'm on sorry. me. I'm sorry. Why would you do I'm that? I'm sorry. I don't know that much people out sorry, there. Sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe um, you should try to get 
my fiance on here. When he comes for the show. When he comes for the show. We can get him in here. What date did you say it was? March 10th. March 10th? Yeah, March 10th and 11th. Okay. We're going to go to the show. We're going to have a good time. We're going to enjoy it. And then if it happens... You know what? You There's also another person. He's... I don't know. Have you guys heard of the brand Vapen at all? It's like a weed brand. Um, he has a great story behind that. His name is Ty Nugent. Um, he is local in Glendale. Okay. Um, a great entrepreneur, him and his wife. Um, they, you should hear his story about that brand. Okay. It's I'm amazing. Have to reach out to him. Yeah, we're going to have to tap in. Sweet. All Definitely. Right. We had a pleasure from the team. Yeah. We absolutely appreciate you coming down, taking time out of your day, especially when you just came in from Philly <laughs> yeah. on a, uh, two hours Rodham, of beauty. Night. Yeah, that was, that was so cool. We Big appreciate time. it. And I think we might need to get you back on to talk a little bit more relationship and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because I think Definitely. you had a lot of gems to share. I think you guys were a little shy to ask. I was expecting more more um, of a burn I, underneath my butt. No, nah, I honestly, <laughs> that's not... Hey, I, was, I, I was ready. Honestly, you're right. That's why I said come I, back. I kept going on. I didn't even on. realize we went past our time. We could go. Because yeah. honestly, Part two. I felt like we were having such a good time and we were yeah. laughing. And then at the same time, we were like with the jokes, you definitely threw some good gems out there. Yeah. But um, I feel like I'm it glad. allowed the platform allowed to, you know, people to see, you know, things that they didn't know of you. Like, yeah. and, you know, whatever they're judging. Oh, she's materialistic. They, She's not. Yeah. Fuck all y'all that think that she is. I'm not a gold digger. (laughs) I do. I do. I do need you as my wing woman now. Oh, you know what? I've been playing wing woman for a lot of people. So we got to make something happen. Of course. I'll I'll be your wing woman. Rada, you're because you're a nice guy. I appreciate (laughs) it. You think I got a shot? You think I have a good shot? Yeah, I think so. You have glasses, so you can. I don't even. (laughs) He's back to the glasses. (laughs) You can clearly see through her soul. But see, that's what I'm saying. We we could go on for (laughs) we could go on for another hour and get into the nitty gritty. We got to have you back on again at some point, for sure. But uh, anything else? Closing words. No. Thank you so much. Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the episode. Till next time. Peace. Peace.